Hello there, and welcome to Babylon with the Bizzos. I'm Carster Bay, and my horoscope this week has told me that told me that my aura has has pushed me to to delve deep into these these films that we're going to talk about today. Yes. Now, what I love about horoscopes is that there's no way to prove that anything they're saying is accurate and it's so vague that you can mold it to literally any part of your lifestyle it is you my name is Spence the chef and as me and Carson were talking about earlier I was thinking about purchasing a few more copper rings for my toilet just to help the the energy flow okay okay no I can't the the energy flow of the house oh my horoscope also told me that I I hate Aquariuses so if I ever come across an Aquarius I'm gonna punch them in the face this week I was like married for 33 years and then it occurred to me when me and my wife were looking at her horoscopes I was like oh wait you're Scorpio (laughs) And then she was like, yeah. And then I was like, I want a divorce. And now I'm just so much better for it. Because our children, I mean, like, they're adults anyways. I mean, like, they don't even, you know. And now I'm happy and I'm with a Libra. And it's just, okay, yeah, no, this is. Okay, we were talking about the reason this came up is because off camera we were talking about like well you said you were watching like these like I was watching those architecture digest um videos of like different famous people's houses being like oh yeah just bought this house for four million and then remade it for another four million and you're just like wow this is awesome and you're just watching big Sean talk about how he has his has his copper rings all over his house. And I'm like, Big Sean, do you, do, do you, how much, how much energy do you need in this house? You know? Yeah. Is, is millions of dollars not enough energy for you, buddy? Do you need, yeah. you need a little more? Yeah, no. Um, I, I think he might need a copper ring about around his stripper pole that's in his basement. I think that's what you really need yeah. to fix the aura of, you know? Well, you see, the question is, does he entertain his guests with that, or do his guests entertain him? Because <laughs> it just uh, it flips. He, he kept it from Slash, okay? Slash, you stone the house, and he kept, oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, he he kept it as like a as like a a sentimental thing, you know. Yeah, you know, not, not for like, use, not no, for use. No, just for just for sentimental reasons. Yeah, it's like it's like when you're so rich, and it's like. So I just decided to buy a slave ship because, like, why not? <laughs> if you There's such history a, with it, you know? Yeah, if you take a hard left, you can literally hear the souls of the dying. Isn't it amazing? Oh, my God. Right over here is a smallpox blanket. Oop, don't touch it. Like, what, what are we doing, rich people? What's happening? All sorts uh, of okay. mindful Mondays titty tuesdays what's with all the names of the week like what's there's always something there's always something what is this wellness wednesdays that it's like shut up okay okay it's garbage it's all a bunch of boo cocky but maybe when i get filthy rich 
I would maybe I'll convert, you know, maybe it's a perspective that you yeah. can only have when you have everything and still feel sad. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's yeah. probably you're just clenching on to anything to be like, why like you're just trying everything to make yourself happy, you know? Yeah, just everything. Yeah. <laughs> like I can this didn't it. work. My thing didn't work. Maybe yeah. these maybe these copper rings. Maybe these yes. copper rings will help me. God damn these copper rings. I feel I have everything. I could literally sleep with anyone or anything anything I wanted with little political backlash unless they are under the age of 18. Nothing, nothing, literally nothing can stop me. You know what I need? I just need copper rings incense candles and grishams like they just start regressing into like a 45 year old librarian like that's yeah. how, that's how they start trying to find happiness yeah. it was yeah. the most confusing that like big sean was in all of this i was like yeah he doesn't really seem like the type to be no all up on his on his aura no like next it's gonna be like ice cube it's like you gotta think about the aura bro and you're just like what What's happening? And the Snoop Dogg's like, deal double G, cleansing my aura in the steam of sauna. And you're like, what? Okay, this this industry will take your soul. (laughs) All right. We we didn't just come on this podcast to discuss weird, weird celebrity things. We came on here to discuss movies. We did. Or so they say. We've watched recently. So we have watched. I I went to theaters. I I saw the Green Knight. I saw the Green Knight. I saw the Suicide Squad. Not in theaters, but like I saw Suicide Squad. With your eyes. And I also watched Val. There's a lot of good stuff coming out recently. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Like I was like. I, I've seen uh, Green Knight once. I feel like I should have seen it twice. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I feel uh, like I should have seen all of these films twice. Yeah, I saw Suicide Squad uh, twice because my sister, I went once and then I saw it again because my, my sister wanted to see it and I took her. Um, and then I saw Val once on Prime and I was like, look at me. Three movies. Mm, num, num, num observing it with my eyes mm, okay well that's not the sound that's that's the sounds i make when i like absorb content now i'm yeah. just like so this is yeah we're gonna review these movies we're gonna talk about them discuss them i'm not sure if we're gonna spoil them or not like uh i feel like Okay, one of them in particular, mostly Val, is like I don't. It's it's more. I, I don't know if you can really spoil. Can't really spoil it. It's more like no. And even if like I like gave away stuff that happens in it, if you want to watch it, you'll still watch it, kind of thing. Because it's it's better told when they say it rather than Val Kilmer played Batman. What a spoiler! What a, what? What a spoiler! Sorry. What? Val Kimmer's secretly a wizard man from Mars? What a spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) 
What? My, All right. My face. Your face contorted there. That was that was quite strange. Yeah, no, it was wrong, I think. Oh. But Wait, I'm going to wear different hats um, for every movie we review. Okay? I'm going to get three different hats. And that, it just occurred to me that we're never going to release this entire podcast visually. Um, so yeah, there's no so purpose for it. There's no purpose behind it, but... If you see this on YouTube, it will literally just be like... It'll... It'll make a good, it'll make a good energy for the podcast. You know? It'll make, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna make some energy. Okay, okay. So, you've seen it twice. I've seen it once. Mm-hmm. It's a new movie, the DCU. Oh, I'm not even sure if we're calling that anymore. I don't know. I think they're just called movie films now. It's just the weird movie films that Warner Bros. is making that are super. Yeah. <laughs> Warner Bros. is like, let's just throw some shit at the wall. And when people are like, that's good, we'll do that. You know, you know what? Okay. We, let's, let's steal James Gunn. Okay. Let's, let's make, steal James Gunn. Let's get this film made. Okay. It's, we have to make Suicide Squad. But like. It's not going to be like a sequel, but we're not going to say that it's like in a remake. So just what do we call last one? Suicide. Oh, we didn't put a the. Let's let's put a the in this one. And let's just let's just get out there, guys. Let's just uh, please. Go, go, go. Yeah, no, it's very like clear. You know what this was? I know why they called it the Suicide Squad, because Suicide Squad, they were like, we can't call it Suicide Squad 2 because no one wants to relive the travesty no. that was the original. Do you want to give our thoughts on the original Suicide Squad really quick? Um, sure. It was shit. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty shit. It was, uh, did you know that it was did you know that it was shit like as soon as you saw it yeah I was like that wasn't like I thought maybe when I first saw it, I thought like oh that wasn't <laughs> too awful like Diablo yeah. was was cool I liked his fire and his angst and Harley yeah. Quinn was pretty cool I guess yeah <sighs> <laughs> okay because like this, the first time i yeah. saw it and i was like ow let's me and my friend you know watch this or not that sorry we're gonna watch suicide squad and like i finished it and i remember thinking like oh, i wasn't that bad right yeah. and then for some reason on the second viewing like so aggressively bad yeah. like it's like it's poor in in almost all the qualities like it's just it's just like exposition and like trying to be really dark but then like also trying to be family family friendly and also trying to be like a comedy ish yeah and there's like these weird minion things that you're like how are they connected to anything yeah. And Rick Flagg's girlfriend goes all haywire. Yeah. 
and then Diablo's like, we're a family, guys. And you're like, what? They're like, where is this coming? Where has anything <laughs> come from? Why is why is Jai where Courtney the best from? part of this film? What like why? Yeah. Everyone's in their own film, including the director and the editors. Everyone is making their own movie. And they just were like, let's throw it together. Like it feels like every scene, no one had like a script to go, oh, this goes here, this goes there in the editing room. It just feels like everything was thrown into random places nothing makes sense the fact that the at the end of the movie brick flag is dating enchantress who is the villain of the movie if you haven't seen it spoilers i guess she's mm -hmm. like an evil witch and rick flag okay is dating her and they have to kill enchantress by like shooting her witch heart or something mm -hmm. and then she will die now wouldn't it make sense for like there to be a climactic scene where Rick Flagg has to kill his girlfriend. It's like a choice for him to save the world. That would make sense, right? Who do they give it to? They give it to Deadshot. And there's a big slow motion scene where he's like gonna kill her. And then he imagines his daughter saying, don't shoot her daddy. And then you're that like, why? Do you not want your father okay. to save the world? Do you want everyone to die because of a giant witch? And then he's like, and then he shoots anyways. So it doesn't even make any sense. And no. then you're like, what? And then like Rick Flag, and then she's not even dead. And then she's just like, whoop, I was in the mud. And then Rick Flag's like, hey, honey. And then you're like, what? And then Joker, who very clearly died in a gigantic helicopter crash, yeah. comes back to break Carly out of prison at the end of the movie. And you're like, A, how do you get out of that? B, it feels like someone added this in. Yeah. And why does he like snarl? All the time. Jerry oh, he's always like, like, the... like you don't want no beef. beef. I'm like, what? You don't want no beef. Harley Quinn. He goes through my loins. Bitch in my crouch. What? He says those things. That wasn't me making it up. All or right, um, like, there's quotables, you know, that it has lines quotables, that, that you remember. Like, this is katana. I wouldn't advise getting killed by her when it sounds her, like her sword traps the souls of her enemies. Yeah. No, she'll she'll cut you down quicker than mowing the lawn. It sounds like he's reading off of a teleprompter that's really far away for some reason. Yeah. But the Suicide Squad, James Gunn's The James Suicide Gun Squad is, is better. None of that. No. There's none of that garbage. They're, they don't have fake-out deaths of, of characters. They literally just blow their faces off and yep. in gruesome, gruesome style. They bring in actors that you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this actor is going to be in the, in the DCU now. Let's go. Yeah. And they're gone in the first like five like the suicide they put the suicide in suicide squad oh yeah no people and they also put the... so many fucks in there oh so there's a lot of there's a lot of f, f boys in this movie i had to say once because it was like the like they literally like idris okay one thing that i did feel weird about with the film was that idris elba's character yeah it's literally dead shot. 
Oh, it's Deadshot, but it's clear that they couldn't get Will Smith back. And then they were like, ah, we need a new character. Shit. But we already wrote the script with Deadshot in it. Mm-hmm. How's Idris Alba doing? And then <laughs> and he just slipped. But the thing is, they did Deadshot in this movie better than they did Deadshot in mm-hmm. the original movie. Like I or Bloodsport. Like it's the same story kind of thing, except it's done well. <laughs> it's like, hey, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's not random and weird and his daughter doesn't jump out in some sort of weird ghost apparition telling him not to save the world yeah. again no she just swears in him and cusses she, him yeah out. yeah that was that was a crazy scene i was like wow i was like oh yeah it a lot of it just like came out of nowhere and surprised me and was oh like, yeah i didn't know it was going to be this, this violent this much swearing, this much like dark, dark stuff. They they get you into it like pretty quick. Like the first little bit of the movie, you know. Also, first of all, the opening shot of this film, um, to the what I shot a guy in Reno. Yeah, that was great. Um, but it's like in the puddle. That was like this is awesome. Oh, Such a cool shot. And then like, cool shot. yeah, and you're like, all right. And then I won't, should we, I, let's like talk about without spoilers first and then sure. move back around. But yeah, so like that happens or whatever. And you're like, all right. And they're like assembling the Suicide Squad. And I was like, hey, we're getting into the plot without 30 minutes of music videos. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's just get it. There's no licensed songs, but they're appropriate. And then just like the first action scene happens and you're like, it's funny. It's gross and violent. I was like, this is this is James Gunn. This is James Gunn. Yeah. If he had, if like Marvel was like, do whatever the hell you want. Um, and it's fun. It was like fun and gross and violent and people were swearing. And then they cut to like the, the title credits stuff with the like, those are people who died, died. I was like, yeah, this is fun. This is good. It's a good start. And then when they got to like, blood sport i was like oh this is literally just dead shot and then they had the thing with the daughter and i was like this is literally just dead shot and then she just goes fuck you and then he's like fuck you and i'm like oh this oh this is dead shot dead shot was wearing a big pharrell hat he doesn't have a big pharrell yeah. hat and he was like drawing ponies with his daughter and stuff yeah this wait just ponies. messed up I don't what? know. He was drawing something. I thought he was doing trigonometry with it. <laughs> oh, maybe that. Maybe. He's drawing pony. <laughs> That's what trigonometry looks like to me. Just honestly, the doodling ponies. So non-functional. I wouldn't be surprised if they were drawing ponies and they just added like ADR, where Deadshot's like, so you have to find the acute angle, and it's just ponies. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> That's how baffling that movie is. Oh. I wouldn't even put it past him. But no, like I was like, oh, okay. It's a good start. You know? It's like, okay, yeah. this is this is not exactly the same thing. Um, and then also Amanda Waller, this is way more like raw. Amanda Wallerish. Yeah. Like in the first one, she was kind of like meh. And it also made no sense because she 
somehow met with the Suicide Squad and like got them together in the first movie to save her from where she wasn't even yet. Remember the whole things like extract someone out of the city and then it turns out to be her. And it's like, but you weren't in the city when you got them together. So why would you go into the city and then get saved? So that makes no sense. And this, her plan makes sense and she's horrible and it's great. I love it. Mm. It seems she's like very horrible. Oh, she's terrible. Horrible. Um, yeah, I think the characters are all executed really well. Um, I think it's extremely fun. Like, it's just yeah. like somebody was like, I'm going to make an amusement park of a movie. Yeah. Not like it, it's like, oh, you can make a ride out of this. It's like actually just like giving you a thrill ride of a film yeah and then at the end it kind of brings in a little bit of a little bit of heart and you're like okay i i kind of get you i kind of kind of feel that and then there's just an awesome weird strange comic booky ending that is just yeah this is comics yeah comics this is a comic book movie should be yes i love the fact that it's like there's still like dark stuff that happens in this movie but i love the fact that they weren't just like well it has to be dark and gritty so like they didn't do like Watchmen, where it's like well we can't make it like a giant thing we have to make it a new because who's gonna take that seriously it's like it's a comic book just do it what did you um so what was this what was this to you were you like yes exactly what i needed in life or were you like whoa this is a lot. This is very different. I'm not sure how to feel about this. Or you like? I would um, say, I would say like this. This to me, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know if anyone's gonna be like. I've never seen anything like this before. It's like it's definitely it's pretty. It's not like a, a crazy thing, you know. It's more so. James Gunn is really good at making these kind of movies, mm-hmm. you know, with yeah. the the oddball cast of weirdos um i'll say like the characters in this movie were all good and i all wanted more of them um which is a, both a compliment and also kind of like because uh, on one hand i was like this is like i'm really enjoying this and i wish i had more but on the other hand it's also like i wish i had more <laughs> of some yeah. of these like people because they're all literally every single one of the characters has like some sort of like moment to shine or scene that is either funny, um, integral to the plot, shocking. Like it could be any one of those. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed all of them. Some of my favorite, Polka Dot Man was a surprising hit. Um, yes. And he had his mommy way. issues was great. Yes, the mommy issues. King Shark was, was hilarious. King Shark with yep. his vocabulary problems, yes. With his vocabulary problems, um, Harley, okay, Harley Quinn's in this movie, and she's good in this movie because Margaret Robbie's just really good at playing Harley Quinn now. Yeah, there is like a there is like a segment of the film that kind of where it's just going off on like a Harley trip. Yeah, and you're like, where is this going? And at the end, it's kind of not very integral to the plot, but it's more of like a gag. Yeah, for Harley, which is pretty. 
it's pretty funny it's pretty impactful um uh-huh. you could See- have the film and like cut that entire thing out but i yeah. do like how they give her uh a really good a really good moment of of character and intrigue and taking stuff from other films and carrying her personality on from birds of prey even yeah and i like how they're not because if you look at suicide squad and if you look at the suicide squad and you look at harley quinn yeah especially her outfits yeah you know it's not it's not really (laughs) like it's not as voyeuristic and more of this is a character. <laughs> yeah, it's less yeah. of like this is an ass, and more of this is a character. This is yeah, no, it's like that's refreshing, and I'm glad they also did that in Birds of Prey. To their credit, this isn't like mm-hmm. different. Where it's which is good because you know, in the first one, I feel like she was literally made to look like that to sell posters to 13 year old boys that's what it seems um and i like the fact that there's like a whole scene in this movie i won't spoil right now what it is but she like ties up her hair and puts on like combat boots which is cool and because you know they always have like the female characters in like heels and i was like that that makes sense (laughs) there you go yeah, like it was nice. Um, she's done well. The, see, my problems without getting into spoilers, my problem, and I'll say, I was gonna say problems, but I think it's just this one thing. Problem. My one problem is there's a little issue with pacing for me. I don't know if anyone else felt this, but we have a really explosive start and a really crazy ending. And a lot of the, they, they didn't balance out the middle that evenly they just went all like character yeah, development. Yeah. like we have the side plot with harley quinn we have like the very long extensive part of like the team doing something that i won't say i guess well what i'm saying is like they're like they realized oh yeah yeah we gotta like develop these characters a little more and it's yeah. very like kind of on the nose at points where they literally just like tell you things <laughs> like they're just like the characters will like look at each other and be like, why are you upset? And then they'll be like, my father was, and then they yeah. like tell a story and you're like, I feel like this is like, we could, if, if this was integrated throughout and not just like plopped in the middle, you know, it would have been more even, but like, I enjoyed those scenes. I'm not complaining that we got them. I just feel like yeah. they could have been spread a little more evenly. It's like, if you get a sandwich and you put peanut butter just in the middle like yeah it's still peanut butter but you wish it hit the edges a little you know i i i feel that but i also am like i do think that kind of pace where it's like it hooks you right in and then it's more of like a character driven middle part where you are talking about like polka i didn't know i was watching some behind the scenes and his name's like literally it's not polka dot, it's polka dot. Like polka polka. I'm like, what? That's very strange. But anyway, um, you get some of that with with polka dot and, and with yeah. Harley Quinn and with um I almost said Deadshot, Bloodsport and Dick <laughs> Maker's Dick Measuring Contest. That was um, great. 
That would and be the just like King Shark being like friends, and Ratcatcher also- two being like yeah. I sleep, and you're like, oh, cool. Um, Literally always sleeping. See, the thing about... And Taika Waititi being there for, like... Yeah. L- like, not even, like, a close-up, just, like, shot through a window. <laughs> and you're like, what? You're like... Yeah. Really? Taika Waititi showed okay. up for, like, four lines. Um, you're like, go get that paycheck. All right. boy, Taika. Yeah, um, the cast in this is insane. Oh, it's crazy. Um, everyone does a great job, but yeah, no, like I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, and I feel like, see, my only thing is this because he's built set up some things that I feel like don't have as satisfying of like a, a conclusion to those things. Some things in particular, without spoiling, with Ratcatcher and like stuff, I think had like a satisfying kind mm. of arc to it where yeah. it's like something said it's built up and then it does that but what fell a little flat for me is like <clears throat> um king shark in the whole like he wants friends thing mm. it's kind of he doesn't even really get like a cathartic like arc to that because it's like no. like he wants friends there's the gag that i can't spoil with the dumb friends um <laughs> and then like it concludes with a hug, essentially. You know what yeah. I mean? But it wasn't like I didn't feel like he was as integral or had like as deep of a relationship with the characters as like some of the other ones did. Mm-hmm. Um, Polka Dot Bands was literally just hilarious. Yeah. That his his art, like his culmination and what that the thing that that leads to is really funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I, yeah, I think that this has. <laughs> maybe created a couple of characters that could go on. Oh, but then sure. again, I'm not sure how they could live outside of this distinct direction. Yeah. How, if anybody got a hold of these characters, they would do them in any way good. This might be a one-off film. Yeah. In my opinion. But that is, that's okay. I think that's more what DC is doing it they're just doing one-off I'm, films i'm fine with with one-off films and i think i think they should focus more on just making good movies rather than like a great universe mm-hmm. um because we have that with marvel where everything's like connected we don't need the same thing twice like do your own thing as long as it's good people will see it and, and like you said this movie is great but i don't think it it's great for breeding sequel content because i think to to make it work you literally have to have james gunn involved and like i can't i can't just see like a blood sport movie and all of a sudden he's either like pg-13 or like you know what i mean like you yeah. kind of need the james gunn flair unless they just decide let's just hire james gunn for everything um which i guess they could do in theory um but also that's fine like, we are so much in the brain space of, like, how could this be the uh, next franchise? When we should just be thinking, it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I'm probably going to watch it a couple times again. Yeah. Um, who cares if they make a sequel? Yeah. And it was surprising. It was in both its heart and its brutality. And I yeah. think it was a dang good film. Yeah, it was good, man. This was fun. It was a good. It was a good movie film. It was a good movie film. 
What do you so, okay before we get into spoilers? What do you what are you giving it out of five? I'm giving it four out of five slates. Four out of five slates. I'm going with four out of five slates as well. Weird well, solid, yeah. Two peas yeah. in a pod. It's a solid, it's a solid film. It was good. Mm-hmm. Wait, and if if just in case you even thought there's a possibility, yes, it's infinitely better than the first one. Yes. And no, you should not take your kids to see this. I saw this with a kid. There's a kid in the theater, and this child looked like he wanted to die at the end of the movie. <laughs> at one point, oh. uh, a scene that I won't really spoil, but um, a hint if you've seen the movie. <clears throat> King Shark sure does know how to half-ass it, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He goes, the kid goes, ah! <laughs> ah! This is like oh. a shrill, like, ah! Poor, poor kid. Poor kid. Yeah. Ooh, okay, yeah. Don't take your kids to this. This is on Deadpool level. Yeah, it's Deadpool level with both the violence and Core's language. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty good. The comedy is, is funny, dark kind of comedy where we're laughing at the expense of human lives. And you're like, um, huh, huh, that person like killed a hundred kids, huh? That's funny. It was, yeah, yeah. It was, like, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Well, he's harmless. Well, not harmless. He killed 27 children, but <laughs> he's agreed to do things. He's agreed to do things. Um, yeah. Except swim, but you know. Yeah, oh, <laughs> okay, Ooh. okay. Spoilers, quick spoilers. spoilers. Next movie. Okay, what was your your favorite character, Dan? Well, I feel like it has to be like Pete Davidson when he just walks up and he's like, yo, guys, guys, it's okay. Yo, this is the plan. Yeah, and his face is just blown off. Yeah. Um... Or because you're like, that's not really, not like, sure, he's starting the film and he's on SNL. He's kind of bankable, but you expect him to live. Oh, for sure. And then he's for just, sure. I, didn't ex- I didn't expect Boomerang to die. Yeah, he didn't expect, because he was the best part of the last film. So you're like, what? <laughs> An acceptable character from the last film. Yeah. yeah and you just kill him off. Yeah. Oh. Um, I didn't expect that. Um, I, I didn't expect. Oh, you know what was actually like probably the best death? What? It was, it was Milton. Milton. Oh, po- yeah. Polka dot man being like, they killed Milton. And like, being like, uh, who, who the fuck's Milton? Like, who? Yeah. Who's, then, who's that? Who? The who? blood sword's like, he's still with us? <laughs> he's like, he's with us the whole time. Where do you think he was? I thought he was in the van. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. I was good. Um, his mom at the end is like the starfish. That's your mom. And then, <laughs> it was like it was like Hulk smash, but like yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah. He was like yeah. He did the Captain America giving a direction. He's like Harley, you take the high ground. No way. That's num nums. And it's like ah, <laughs> and then. <laughs> That's your mom. Ah. That's your mom. 
Oh. Yeah, that was good. Ratcatcher is honestly probably my favorite character of the movie. Yeah. I feel like Ratcatcher is the one that could go on to do other films. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's it. Well, A, easiest one that you can sell to a wide demographic, but probably yeah. the most likable yeah. of like all of them. Because they're all she's, pretty. She's only done armed robbery. All the other ones have like killers and cannibals and yeah. Peace peacemaker's whole thing was like I was like oh shit like at the end. Yeah. Okay. Like, when when peacemakers <laughs> like no we can't expose this like horrible stuff that the government is doing like this whole star guy experimenting on children and stuff. And then that kind of Rick Flag turn kind of came out of nowhere for me. That whole turn, like to me, there's there's some things in this movie which is why it gets a four out of five and not a five out of five. Where I was like, mm, I don't really. Think. I don't buy that. No, the whole thing where they just like Rick Flag is like, um, I'm gonna do this or whatever, and then Peacemaker's like, No, you're not. Waller sent me in charge of keeping the peace or whatever and they have like a, I was like eh, the fight seems cool with the helmet shot that was awesome the helmet shot was awesome okay all the shots dude there's okay. so many such unique shots in this film the cinematography in this film is probably some of the most unique cinematography I've seen in a superhero film uh, yeah in a oh. long time I was watching some behind the scenes and it's mostly practical they did a yeah. lot of the water stuff with practical effects and they did a lot of it is shot on location like panama and stuff like that and they used a new red camera that was like uh it looked like the size of like a cannon it was so small Uh, and they just kind of like threw it around not actually threw it around but like had it on these rigs that were just like going like like swinging around and you're like oh my gosh yeah going ham with the with the camera movements yeah. on there. And you can definitely see it in the film. Like the cameras yeah. never really stopped moving. And I think no. it kind of takes you on this breakneck, breakneck pace that it's you really enjoy. It's like it's, it's like a thrill ride. Yeah, it's so kinetic. Like, and I realized that again, the opening shot, I was like, oh, okay, it's one of these movies. Mm. And then with the like opening kind of credit scene where yeah. like the camera like always like moving and like whip panning and like zooming in i was like this is mm-hmm. cool and then just like some of the shot the helmet shot okay mm-hmm. my favorite shot being the one where like, they did this thing that i missed from like late 90s early 2000s action movies where the rules of like science and physics and nature don't have to apply if it looks cool we don't do that anymore everything's yeah. all like well yeah there's like a part where it's raining and for some reason, the entire like background is just stark white now. For some, like it doesn't make any sense why, yeah. but it's stark white. And then they like come out of the whiteness into like the foreground from this like from the rain in slow motion while Hay by the Pixies is playing. And I was like, this is amazing. This is like yeah. so cool right now. This is dope. This is like it's something. It doesn't make any sense, but it's amazing, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, and the. Uh... The soundtrack is great. The Harley Quinn fight scene with that soundtrack oh, is really good. That was so good. With that, like, it sounds like the same guy that sings "Life Could Be a Dream." Yeah, it is. Louis Armstrong, I think. Hmm? Louis Armstrong, I think. 
that Louis Armstrong? I guess so. I think so, yeah. but I could be wrong. Sounds like a Louis Armstrong song, and it's just going ham, and I love it. Love this. That was great. The fa- Again, stuff that doesn't really make any sense, but it's from her character's perspective, is that, like, for some reason, when she starts killing people, they just, like, animate, like, a bunch of flowers and, like, and, cartoon birds and stuff. Yeah, and they didn't have to. They didn't have to no. have to be, like, flowers. It could... They have clearly... There's, like, full frontal nudity and all this crazy stuff. Like, you're clearly on hard R rating. nudity? What? When? When that guy, like, pops out of the hut and his dick's hanging out and then they oh, shoot him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And also, they go in the back of the strip club, and it's like, oh, there's like women getting t- changed and stuff. Yeah. Um, but what was it? There's um, what was I on? Yeah, the flowers coming out instead of blood. Like you didn't have to do that, but that yeah. style, like, if it was a PG thirteen movie, you've been like, oh, they're doing that because like they can't show blood. Yeah, no, they did. They could, cool. and they just chose stylistically and you're like that's a cool that's a cool that's a cool choice but the whole thing with uh when like carly quinn jumps into star wars eye and then like the rats come that's a really cool idea like it was like so many cool shots in this movie yeah cool 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 movie should we get to another cool movie i feel like we should i feel like we should because this one Took a while. This we talked about this for a long time. I honestly didn't think we were gonna talk about it for this long. But then we did. All right. But then we did. Green Knight. I am vengeance. I am the Green Knight. I am Dev Patel who kills it in this movie. Yeah. Dev Patel kills it. Oh my gosh. Yes. Freaking awesome movie. Yes. Okay. This movie is directed by. David Lowry, starring Death wow. Patel, Alicia Vikander, Joel Edgerton. Who else is in this? The guy that played Macduff in the Macbeth remake. Yeah. Um, and some other people. It's yeah. Awesome. It's excellent. Yeah. That's really um, good. Does I'm not sure if Vin Diesel also plays this tree, but <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. Oh, okay. There you go. What if the tree was like at the end of the movie? I, I without spoiling, he just like turns to the camera and he goes for family, and then like <laughs> it I'm broke. Um, yeah. Um, this so, was like, th- what were you expecting when you went into this movie? Because I, I I didn't know what to expect. I was expecting semi spooky, some really artsy. Maybe holding on shots for longer than you should. Yeah. Um. And just a, a, a rolling artsy time. And that's what I got. It was artsy. It was impactful. It was spooky. And it was very extremely thought-provoking. Like this film yeah. left you thinking. Oh, and yeah. A lot of people may have problems with that. Yeah. Maybe like, what the heck? That was the whole movie. And where is it? But that was perfect for me. See, I think I think what they they made a slight mistake. Like I maybe it's not a mistake. I think they made an artistic decision that may hurt them. I still enjoyed the movie regardless. But I feel like in not marketing correctly, <laughs> what 
this movie was because it's actually kind of like a it's an interpretation of like a poem and b um it's like about merlin and like king arthur and like it's all that stuff um Mm -hmm. and they don't mention that in the marketing at all and they barely mention it in the film you kind of have to be like an observant watcher to pick up on that stuff because Mm -hmm. the main character's mom is like morgan lefay um which i didn't i didn't even realize that i was just like this is I was like, that's probably King Arthur. There's a round table. Yeah. See? Yeah. Um, but in not and 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 in not setting this up, like um, they don't really explain because here's the thing. I think you have to know a little bit about kind of not even necessarily knights, but what makes like an honorable protagonist even. Because what the movie does is it's like challenging that on a journey. I don't want to spoil it. Because um, each mm-hmm. like thing that this person encounters is like in some words, some sort of test, mm-hmm. you know, or in yes. some, form of, some sort of test. Um, and without spoiling anything, just go into the movie. I think I think it helps to know that this is not like game of thrones like lord of the rings action like that's not what this movie is no i saw it with a friend who thought thought that's what it was going to be and our opinions of the film were totally different because like i was like oh like this was amazing because i i watched a ghost story and yeah um well i actually technically watched it after but i knew what a ghost story was before it so i expected you know kind of what i got and my friend expected like lord of the rings and we came out and he was like, what the, f-? and I was like, that was amazing. So it was just this not like, like Lord of Rings. It's not Lord of the Rings. It's a beautiful fairy tale of like, yeah, just introspective character, like a character art kind of film, kind of like, um, kind of like Taxi Driver, if it was, in king arthur times you know like that kind of just like a character going through these different things going through these different um tests to kind of become a new character at the end not that travis bickle's really a new character i think it's it's more just like a a loop but anyway not to get into taxi driver to get into this film it's more of like a journey of him becoming the honorable person that he maybe should be yeah him yeah. starting out in somewhere where he's um at the same time egotistical and like unconfident in his abilities and sad and depressed and yeah. like unsure of where to go in his relationship with alicia vikander's character He's like, he has this pressure, but at the same time, he is kind of felt like less than. And it's yeah. just this beautiful character arc. And this, and I keep saying beautiful because it's shot in a way that kind of ghost story was as well, where it feels, it feels so real. And so everything in camera that it's yeah. almost like, it's almost like it feels unreal how real it's a weird way of putting it but it's like 
um it has such lush color and such lush terrain and it's like tangible it's like it's reaching yeah. out the screen and you're just in yeah. the forest with him oh with dude I've, I've never felt so in production design mm -hmm. it, it, with this movie like when they're in like the castle like i feel the yeah. dampness of the stone walls and like like yeah. i was like oh when he's in the forest i'm like it's cold like i like i'm yeah. like holy crap like the the sets, the location, the shoot, like everything visually in this movie is singing, singing. Yeah. Like it literally, if this this should be nominated for for best cinematography, best cinematography, best. It's so good. Yeah, best cinematography, best production design, best maybe visual effects as well. Because yeah, it, it feels like it feels like if um. It feels like almost like The Revenant, but then yeah. there's also like, it feels like they were shot with natural light. I'm not sure I didn't look into it too much, um, but it feels like it was shot with all natural lighting, except for, of course, these kind of more experimental kind of hallucinogenic parts of it. And I think Dev Patel should be nominated. Mm -hmm. um, I think some parts were a little bit I don't know how to criticize this film because I feel like <clears throat> I, I feel like I can't really criticize it without just putting like maybe my own opinion in. I don't know. I felt like it was no, like oh, yeah. Yeah. I felt like it was giving too much but too little at the same time maybe. I know exactly what you mean because it's like I it's very hard to critique this movie either either from a, a technical standpoint or an objective standpoint because it's one of those movies that it could be everything can be argued with intent like everything feels like it has a purpose in this movie and it's also one of those movies that's kind of like you can take your own interpretation for it yes. so like if you're like you're like well i don't like this it's like yeah but like someone else could and i could see why you know what i mean like it's like yes. it's it's very hard to critique I th so I just kind of have to go with what I got out of it, I guess. Yeah. And the ending is one of my favorite endings. Oh, I mean, the ending was like, wow. People, ending people might hate it, but I felt like that was the type of ending that I would love to do. Yeah. And it felt me, it left me feeling in such a distinct way when it ended i just laughed i was like that is yeah. perfect <laughs> how like in what more i feel like any other way would have just been unfitting to the film but it was so perfect in its ending that i think there's nothing yeah. and people might be like no it didn't have any like like conclusion it didn't have any it didn't give me what I was I was waiting for, and you're like, but did you really want that? I'll I don't think you did. Yeah. Well, I think if they ended it definitively, either way that that because uh, I think there's like two ways that you someone could have wanted this to go, like one of two ways, yeah, kind of thing. And I think if they did either one of those, I would actually feel less than how they chose to end it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not about that. It's about 
his no. choice. It's about his choice and it's about the journey that he took to get to where he is. Mm -hmm. And it's less about, and also don't tell me you didn't get a satisfying conclusion because if he chose one of the endings that is a possibility, there's, you see kind of a conclusion. Mm -hmm. So don't you get a conclusion? Yeah, no, I, I don't yeah. think that's a, that's a valid, I may actually know it. Maybe it is. Cause like you said, it's very, it's hard to say anything bad about this movie, honestly, because I could see everyone having a different opinion. Um, here's the thing. I would like, I don't want to spoil too much of this movie. Um, I just want to tell everyone to go see it because it's really good and we need more movies like this. Um, I feel like this is a great um, kind of place for the fantasy genre to go to. Like every once in a while, there's kind of a revitalization. I feel like in the early 2000s, we had, you know, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and stuff that really kind of revamped the genre. Now it looks like, I feel like this could be like a new thing that you can do with fantasy, this kind of a movie. It felt like, it kind of felt in this kind of subgenre of like, It kind of felt in the same kind of realm of fantasy that maybe the lighthouses. Yeah. Like it felt mythical and creepy and disturbing, like a grim, like a Atmosphere. really grim fairy tale. You're right. This movie does actually so remind me of the lighthouse in, in its storytelling format, but also just kind of in its, its atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And it's like use yeah. of language. Yeah. So yeah. Um, go watch it. Go watch this movie. Um, I would love, but during the spoiler section, I would love to hear your interpret. Like we maybe we can give our interpretations of what we got out of it. Um, which is only if you've seen, don't like listen to our interpretations because then you'll go in with our interpretations and then come out with our interpretations. Go in with nothing and then come out with your own interpretation and then let us know what you think let's know what you think um, um what are you giving it out of five i'm giving it 4.5 i'm giving it four and soft sticks dude uh, it got really close to five for me i'm i'm i might watch it again and say it's five like honestly. this was this is the closest i've seen to a five in a minute and i needed to see it because i i was going through a period where i was like i didn't have a lot of faith and a lot of like art anymore i was like uh Marvel tuckered me out a little bit. Um, and I was like, I don't know. And then I saw this movie and I was like, oh, right. Cinema. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cinema. Yeah. Uh, this is your palette guy who was Spider-Man posters everywhere in his room. I just needed a break from the saturation. This was a great palette cleanser for me. Yeah. This was this was a good reset. Foreign soft sticks. Uh, I feel Martin Scorsese like this film. Like, actually, I this have is no why I need it's not a theme park, right? You see, this is cinema. Why is he talking like Tony Soprano? Oh no, I'm I can't do he it. He talks more like Martin. this, he talks more like this. He talks more like this. I don't know, I don't know. He doesn't have a because it, 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 when talking about film, you, you have to think about it like this. He, talk, he talks really fast, yeah, that's true. You're right. Um, spoiler section. Spoiler section slash interpretation section. Okay. You want to hear my interpretation? I would love to hear yours. He, I don't think 
he cut his head off. I think it was a metaphorical now off with your head. Yes. Like, I think it was a symbol of now off with your ego, now off with your um, kind of now now is the beginning of you being part of something yeah. being part of this this nobleman class where you can yeah. truly say that you have put honor over your own life right you know um i think it's a journey of that i think his trials kind of make him into that character like um when he plays this game and he's so brash he did you just think when he cut his head off, you're like, you could have just nicked him on the arm. You could have just nicked him on the Dude, arm. Exactly. That's why I was like, because he says, whatever you do to me, I will, the like blow will be returned to you. So it's like, why don't you just like nick him and then you can live? Yeah. So that kind of, that kind of brashness and that kind of cockiness has kind of been thrown out of him because he's like, now I have to, my actions have consequences. Um, the whole thing of retrieving the ghost's head from the, from the lake is more of like where she explicitly says you, why would you ever ask me what I'm going to give you in return? Doing things, doing good deeds without expecting anything in return. Yeah. Um, and then it was, uh, what was next? There's another one that I might be forgetting, but like him kind of visiting this house and doing this whole thing with this Alicia Vikander lookalike issue, what's happening here is kind of accepting his love for that character, his love for the Alicia Vikander back in his home, saying he wants it, he wants that life with her, even though he's kind of like, I have to be a nobleman. That kind of, with the ending, with the whole like vision there, is like he's he knows that maybe he can't be with her and that won't be what is accepted. It's like Sybil and Sybil and, um, and Branson, you know, yeah. or it's like, it's the chauffeur. I'm kind of might be throwing away my life for them. This is a Downton Abbey reference, but by the way. <laughs> I, yeah, but I, I love them. I'm going to go be with them. Um, and what else? There's another one in there where it was like, There's oh, the, first the kid's kind of taking away his like symbols of, oh, I'm his, his facade of a knight when he really hasn't earned it yet. Yeah. And that kind of all together, it's kind of taking away his head, taking away his ego. Yeah. Um, I would say, see, that's kind of what I got out of it too. But if I was going to go through it in order, like it starts right and there's this person who's very by the night code or even by like kind of what we consider in western society to be a moral human being it starts with him in a brothel um <laughs> already like not a great place and he's kind of brash and he cuts off this thing's head and there's a lot of symbolism there's a lot of things going around in this movie like literally around whether it be that um wheel that the kids are playing with that show like the seasons are changing yeah or, or the fact that when he's in the forest, the camera like shows him and then it goes around and he's a skeleton and then comes back around. I think there's a lot of things of kind of like the circle of life themes mm -hmm. in here as well. Um, but yeah, no, the first thing is like the kid, um, 
you know, like asked for payment for his directions, and then he like barely gives this kid anything. Not very noble already, right? Um, and then he gets punished for that by getting robbed um, of all of his stuff. Yeah. Um, also, it's not explained why he gets the uh, the thingy back because the kid takes the thingy. Oh, the ghost gives it back to him. Oh, the ghost gives it back to him. Okay. Yeah. Um, as, a, as a as a thanks for for her head. Okay. Although yeah. you shouldn't be expecting it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other test. He was supposed to do a favor without being expected anything. Um, and then, er, nope, he asks for like some sort of service in return. And she's like, well, you shouldn't, you know, you should just do things out of the kindness of your heart. Not very noble. The entire thing is a journey um, where he's being tested. Every like little thing is a test kind of thing. First is the, the kid, then is the ghost, and then is the house. And he fails all three tests, <laughs> if you yeah. think about it. Um, the second one is, like I said, the when the ghost. And then the, the third one is when he shows up to this house. And I think the reason Alicia Vikander is playing too, the re- the, at least how I saw it, was the fact that he sees like all women is kind of the same thing. It's kind of like uh, an object of lust. And that's why it's played oh. by the same actress. But again, I don't, that's doesn't necessarily mean that's what it is. This is what I got out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he fails twice because the owner of that house says, if you give me whatever you get here in return, I'll like, I think he was like, I'll give you food or something. Like you'll go mm-hmm. hunting for him. Um, and he doesn't give the owner the two things that he got from the house, which is a book and a sash that is supposed to grant him life. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't get those two things. Or sorry, give the give up those two things. So he fails in that way. And then he also succumbs to lust um, when he huzzas you on the, <laughs> on the yeah. sash. He succumbs to lust. Um, so he fails all the tests. And then goes yeah so i saw it like as like a journey in which the three tests were like given and then he fails all three yeah for some reason i just or saw it in my head as he kind of succeeds and like now i'm thinking back i'm like no yeah see but again interpretation um in my head he failed because he didn't actually he went on the journey but he wasn't the right like he isn't a great person throughout the journey and then we get to the end and he sees through his like own cowardice either it's i think it's i think it's kind of maybe the guy the way i saw the green knight shows him what will happen if he continues on his path kind of thing Mm -hmm. and he sees kind of this horrible life (laughs) that you'll lead um because of his cowardice and his just kind of overall not very genuine good stuff he's kind of not a great person he's kind of shitty um and once he sees that he's like ah yeah this is true and he doesn't want to lead that life with it because like what happens he has a kid with the the girl from the brothel yeah, he has and then cast it with alicia vikander and, and then they take the yeah. child without like yeah, yeah um and marries someone else his son dies in battle um and then like the kingdom is being invaded and he ends up just taking his own life by taking off the sash mm-hmm. um and he's like yeah that's that's not great so finally he's like ready 
to accept. And through that, though, I think he does complete his arc. Yeah. Like, I think that's point into becoming, like, okay, I'm ready to be, like, a noble person. And I agree. I don't think he's actually being, I don't think the things, because he even says kind of, like, off with your head, but kind of, like, as a joke. Like, he's kind of, like, now off with your head, kind of, like, winking Mm -hmm. kind of way. I think it's, like, like you said, it's, like, all right, like, you've learned your your lesson kind of thing wow i think you i think you're closer than i am i might have to rewatch this film maybe but there's also a lot of stuff too like that i didn't even grasp or sorry not that i didn't grasp it's like too much to cover in like one sitting where it's like what the the foxes represent or the The, fact the giants represent yeah the giants i think it's like he's so ready to you know receive help and so not ready to give it um so like the i think the, i'm trying to figure out what the fox represents i think the fox represents like companionship that he pushes away um because even at the end there he like tells the fox to go away um so may, or maybe the fox represents like his own like nobleness and like how close he is to that um and it's like a reminder that he's not <laughs> um so that that could be a thing but yeah no there's so much texture to this film so much and i that's like all from a first viewing i definitely need to see it again i think to really soak it in that's true oh damn i'm gonna watch it again too yeah but for now that is our thoughts. And let's move to Val. Val. I don't Val. know who directed it. Um, <laughs> the, it was... Val. <laughs> it's very interesting. It is a documentary about the, the Val Kilmer, who is, of course, an iconic actor. And it's about him kind of rec- um, reliving his life through his his multitude his vast um vast collection of home videos and videos from on set and all this different stuff um it's directed by ting po and leo scott but i think it's really oh film of val kelmer what Dude, I was I just looked it up. It's gonna help you out, but I thought it was Ting Poo. Ting. Um, I, I was gonna say Ting Poo in case it wasn't that's not even because I'm giving somebody the, the surname Poo. This is this is kind of funny. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, oh. is that is that racist? I don't know. I'm not sure. The word poo is so seldom used when when you hit the, the spry age of 20. Everyone's like, shit, damn it, crap. No one ever was just like, poo. It's just, I miss it. Anyways, it's also cinematography is apparently by Val Kilmer. So, well, it's his home videos and like his videos going around. So, oh, but is the, I guess the current footage is also just a continuation of that. I didn't even think of it like yeah. that. Oh, that's he's, cool. He's videotaping it a little bit and maybe there's some people hanging around him. It's narrated by his son. Yeah. Um, Jack Kilmer. Yeah, and it's the just the story of 
a man's life and his dreams and maybe not accomplishing all of them, but doing, yeah, just. I love, I love that this film was honest enough. And I love the fact that Val Kilmer was honest enough to not just like summarize his success because there's a fear that if you complain at all, you will sound ungrateful because at the end of the day, Val Kilmer did achieve a lot in a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's a famous actor, you know, not a lot of people can say that, but I like the fact that it took the risk to be honest enough for, for him to reflect and say, I didn't get to do that. And that kind of sucks. Or, or the fact that, you know, looking back, given his current health situation, he had throat cancer and had surgery. So his vocal cords are kind of, messed up so that's why his son's narrating it for him yeah. um, um the yeah. fact that like he, he he's kind of in a weird place now like he's enjoying life but it's also like you're selling what you used to be you know no one is that wow. interested in who mm-hmm. he is now everyone just is like remember when you're in tombstone remember when you play batman and like when he goes to like conventions and stuff he just has to constantly sell this older version of himself, even though he's evolved. I think that's like a really brave thing to look at. Yeah. I would love to see him as Mark Twain on stage. That's a, that sounds like pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and he, go, he went in. He went in on that. He went in. Uh, this is him. This is him. This is him going in. In. Yeah. Um, I think it's showing... I didn't change my hats. <laughs> Ting poo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Um, but it's this, it's a life that has its ups and downs, has some dreams fulfilled, other dreams not some things come the way that you never expect. And it's like, it's just opening up a box of chocolates. You know, do you take the good with the bad and it's kind of melancholic by the end, but it's, it's yours and you lived it. Like, it, I don't, I, I don't think I'm going to give this film a rating to be honest. I don't, I think it would be unfair to give. Yeah. This- I feel strange being like, this is a man's life. <laughs> this is what it was worth to me. It was, five. yeah, it was three out of five. This man's yeah. life. Yeah. No, yeah. this is, I, this is Val Kilmer's story. And it's, it's impactful. It, it really impacted me in, in a huge way. Yeah. No, for I'd, sure. I'd say if you ever want to be a, especially for actors out there, especially for, for you, Spencer. And, and, um, my my buddy Mark obviously as well. I think this is a must see. That's like the the kind of trials and turmoils of an actor who he's also a writer, obviously, but he's one yeah. That's the actor. thing I was gonna say. I think artists should just see this. If you like yeah. to create stuff, take a look because a lot there's a lot in here um, that yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to about like kind of the creative mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love the fact that like. 
because I, it's been publicized that he's like a difficult actor to work with. It wasn't because he was, it was less that he was an asshole. It was more that he just like really cared about what he was doing. Yeah. He wasn't okay with making a bad film. Yeah. You know, or he wasn't okay with compromising his, his character. Yeah. Just because the director said so, you know, like he was, he had a, yeah, he had, he pushed back and pushed back hard, but you know, a lot of times that's what actors have to do to get the right performance. Yeah. Unless you're working with like a master director or somebody that really unless you're working with uh Kubrick who will break your spirit and soul. Uh (laughs) I know I I had that I I had a conversation with the with the buddy at work about that and yeah like how it's like does a director should just be like should hire actors that they trust to bring their thing to life and also actors should be should be able to take adjustments yeah you know and it should they, be if yeah. they can't take adjustments maybe don't torture them that's not really a it, sh- it should be a good symbiotic relationship hmm. relationship of give and take yeah and i feel like you will get a better performance and a happier person to work with every day yeah. if you're hearing each other out you know yeah if you're not forcing people to get drunk on set to act, I yeah. feel like I feel like you can get a good performance without doing that. Um, but that's just me. What that's do I know? Me. You know, I'm in film school. What have I been? I'm not Santa um, Cooper, but at the same time, I am not Santa Cooper. I'm down. Not even. I'm not even like. Not even like, just the cube, part. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even like, I'm like the, the Rick. Rick. I'm like the Rick. Oh, I'm like the tip of the Rick, you know? The tip of the Rick. I, I um, could be the tip of the Rick. You don't know. You don't know me. Tip. All right. Just the tip of the Rick. Um, this is weird. Yes. No. Okay. You know what was really heartbreaking while watching what? this? And it's, it actually made me think about something that I haven't. It's the whole section where, like, he gets called and they're like, hey, they want you to play Batman. And he's like, yes, <laughs> like, yeah. that's awesome. And then it's actually, it sucks because yeah. I never thought about that before. Cause like, you know me, like I, I have like characters that I want to play one day. One of them being, and I've never thought about that. Like, and he explained like, this is awesome. Like I grew up with like the 66 show and like, you know, who wouldn't want to play Batman? It's like every one's dream. Yeah. And then it concludes with him saying, every, like, kid wants to be Batman. You don't necessarily want to play him. Yeah. And I was like, damn. And, like, his, it was horrible because he was essentially locked in this suit where he couldn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he felt isolated. And it was treated like a comic book movie. And he didn't really get to play Batman, but like everyone else around him got to do these like really like extreme roles, like Tommy mm-hmm. Jones and like Jim Carrey. And they got to act. And he loves acting. And he didn't really get to do what he loved to do. He yeah. just had to stand around as like essentially the silhouette of what a character represents. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I never thought of that. You don't really have a lot of leeway if you're going to play a character that's extremely popular. 
Yeah. And has history because everyone is going to walk into something expecting something and you're just essentially going to be a poster of what that thing is. And I didn't even think of it like that. I was like, that is horrifying. I hate, I will, one thing, I'm not going to criticize the film. I'm not. Yeah. But I, <laughs> did he ever play Hamlet? Like he said he was going to play Hamlet by 18. But then they I, never go back to them. Like that was, I was dream, like, man. I dude, it's, the whole movie, I was like, Hamlet. Like every time they would end like a section, I'd be like, oh, they're going to talk about like he, he probably went back to Broadway and played Hamlet. Never came up again. And I was never really came up again. And maybe that's the way his life was, where it was just like he forgot about that dream. You know how the, I don't the know great... if he forgot about that dream or it just didn't materialize. Because like I said, happen. there's stuff that he like wants to do in this movie. At different and because it's kind of like written from the perspective of where he was at that point in his life yeah you know where he's like i want to do this but it just doesn't happen like so, all the tapes he sent to stanley kubrick yeah which is yeah. really cool the fact that they showed that where it's like he sent tapes and also to scorsese for goodfellas yeah which by the way i actually would have liked to see that take yeah i think I he would have done a great henry hill like seriously, I think he would have been amazing. Oh yeah. yeah. I think it would have been. I won't, I don't think it would have been better, but I think it would have been maybe just as good and maybe a little bit worse. I don't know. See, I can't. I couldn't say because Goodfellas is such like a movie that it very much so. I can't imagine any other people being those people in that movie. Like if you're like, oh, Danny DeVito auditioned for like Joe Pesci's role as Tommy, I'd be like, I'm sure he could. That's a little but different. Like, I can't. I can't unsee like yeah these these actors and these roles kind of thing, but I think that would have been a really cool take. Like if that came out and we didn't see Ray Liotta, oh I think it would have been good. So like you know what I mean? Danny DeVito just yelling at you. Think I'm funny, huh? Like a clown? Like I amuse you? I'm a my funny? Yeah, that yeah. would be funny. I'm great. Yeah. Um, yeah. great film. Not rating so. They're not rating it out of five, it's good, <laughs> it's good, and you watch. should watch. It. Um, all right, should we? We, oh, dude, that was our reviews got shorter and more concise as we went along. There we go, it was good. This is, I still didn't change hats, but it was good. This was, <laughs> this was a holy crap. This feels like this feels like we reviewed like 10 movies. We, it felt like we did. So let's do a little outro and hit the road. Okay. You've been listening to. You, you say babbling, right? Isn't that how we do it? What? <laughs> Wait, what? You say you've been listening to babbling, and then I, I say with the boys. Oh my god, you're right. I wasn't even gonna say I thought you were gonna say babbling that was but you're right. I said you were listening to babbling and then you say with the boys. There we go. Oh I'm your host, Benny, and apparently uh this is my first day on the show. Uh (laughs) yeah, apparently our aura's off today. Oh no. Apparently we haven't been doing this for 60 episodes um yeah apparently 
I need to I need to get to get some copper rings. I think I think copper rings are gonna help. Yeah. I think for the next season, because it's our, our final episode of the season, we should have yeah. we should have copper rings plus and then maybe some maybe some gems. <laughs> you know what? This first season, by the way, why why is our first season um 59 episodes? Is that what it is? 60. 60. 60. Why is our first season 60 episodes? Because uh, we forgot to change the season. So now yeah. every season is going to be 60 episodes. Yeah. That's just what it is. That's now. just what it is. Okay. Yeah. Get you um, let's, okay. I want to hear some like New Year's resolutions for what you want for season two, but it's like not New Year's. It's just that we're starting a new season. Um, I want. more ex-wives no i'm just kidding um, <laughs> um of the of the latin variety of the latin variety no all back um i don't know i just want us i want more guests that's why i want i want more guests okay we're gonna have in-person school mm-hmm. next or i guess in like two weeks um let's Let's get some guests. Let's hound some people. Let's get let's, some guests. Let's spam their email. Yes. Um, you'll probably see more of Roxanne. You'll probably see more of Camille because we will be living with those people. Um, Speak so, for yourself. I'm already living with Roxanne. Okay? Well, you're already living. I will be living. Yeah. With, with Camille, not with Roxanne. That'd be funny. If you like woke up one morning, I was like, I just live here. What? <laughs> but, okay, more guests. I would more say guests. more guests. Um, we had a lot of chaotic energy in those early episodes. Oh, yeah. Should we bring it back or should we just do away with it? Should we become like a refined wine or should we become like, should we become the Green Knight or should we become the Suicide Squad? <laughs> I don't know. Um, two. Should maybe? we switch it up? Should we just have a whole new energy or should we revert it? Have you been like re-listening to episodes? Because I do not. I remember when we first started. Remember, like we had to have when Roxanne oh, yeah. was like giving us editing notes. She's like, "I don't think you can say that." Like, <laughs> I want to show my family this podcast. Remember, there was well, a lot more conversations like that. Well, we do and say was- we have gotten a little bit more. We we became very refined, and now we're like kind of slowly getting more chaotic. See, it, it started, like, hectic, and then it became, like, a fine, refined machine, and then the suck episode happened, and then now the end of the sweater is, is fraying a little, you yeah. know? Like, it's like, we're still not as, as hectic as we once were. We still have a bit of that rebellious energy. But, but you know what we are, and you know what we will be. Spicy that is spicy. Yeah, you stay spicy you until stay next spicy. season. Babylon, spicy <laughs> all. Just say Babylon. Babylon. That's a, it's a pun that doesn't even make sense in the context of what we're talking about. But yes, Babylon. whatever. Spicy, spicy, and babbles. All right, end of season one, boy. for season one.